we measure our worth on our level of productivity. The forest can't always be alive and it's, it's, winter is a time for rest. If nature does it, why don't we? The key to productivity is actually rest. We need more time to do absolutely nothing. It's like our soul is calling for rest, but we feel so guilty. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Following the Spark podcast. I am your host, Amelia Rose, and today is a very unique and special episode because in honor of my year episode, which it has been exactly a year today since I started this podcast, I recorded the episode on December 31st, and I think I posted it January 1st, so January 1st is like the perfect (laughs) one-year anniversary to have, but this episode is special because I am going to get vulnerable and real with y'all and do my first solo cast. I am pretty sure I have avoided doing a solo cast because for some reason, I think that I have avoided sharing my voice with y'all. As important as it is to me to share the voices of other women, of other people, which that is one of my main intentions for the podcast, uh, as important as that is for me, I also realize that I have been struggling with imposter syndrome. So me doing this solo cast is really, really important to me. And honestly, I've been really, really anxious and anxious in a good way, excited. How about excited? That's a better word to do a solo cast and to have a whole entire podcast episode of just me talking (laughs) as much as that does frighten my ego and, you know, bring up all sorts of good things inside of me. Uh, I am ready for that and I'm so excited to connect with you all in this way because I know that there's a lot of people who listen to my podcast. Well, I love everyone who listens to my podcast, but there's a lot of people who listen to my podcast who I'm friends with online through Instagram and I just feel such a deep connection with you all. I feel such a deep connection with everyone who listens to my podcast because This is such a raw and vulnerable and honest and authentic part of me. And that's a huge thing for me. So first of all, I would like to express my gratitude for all of my listeners and for everyone who tunes into my podcast episodes and even the people who this is your first time listening. I just want to express my gratitude to you for clicking on this and for sitting down and and having this conversation with me. I do feel like my episodes are a conversation, you know. Um, I was inspired to start this podcast because podcasts were such a huge part of my healing journey. I felt like the podcasts I was listening to were just basically a huge conversation with me and whoever 
had the podcast, you know, even though I wasn't contributing to it verbally, in my head I was responding to them, in my head I was engaging with whoever was hosting the podcast, you know, so it just feels like in my most lonely times, podcasts were really there for me, you know, and even in times where I didn't feel like I had those spiritual people, those spiritual connections um, that I was craving so much, podcasts, <laughs> this sounds so weird now that I say it out loud, but really like podcasts really, really, really helped me because it podcasting gives that platform for honest and authentic communication. You know, there's there's usually no video, so it's just that raw communication. Podcasts are very throat chakra for me. But yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I started my podcast a year ago today was because I felt really inspired to be that platform of conversation for people who feel alone in their journey or who want to relate to someone about something, you know? So this this podcast is more to me than just a platform, you know? it's It really does mean a lot to me, and it has given me an area to do heart-centered work, which is also extremely important to me, uh, which I will get into more in this episode because this episode is about, going to be about Um, once I'm done with my huge rant of gratitude and reflecting on the past year and how my podcast started, this episode's topic will be about society's productivity trap. And I feel like I say that word wrong every time. Productivity, productivity, productivity. Um, (laughs) But it's fine. Anyways, I am just incredibly grateful for all the people who have shared my podcast on Instagram, and all the freaking amazing people who have been on my podcast. Like, I get so emotional thinking about it. I just wish that I could have a room full of all the beautiful, amazing, inspiring, strong women who have been on my podcast and just like sit with all of y'all in ceremony and just hug all of you. Because honestly, like, I just, I get chills when I think about it, but all of the women who have been on my podcast have just shared such potent medicine and such potent wisdom for me that I needed at that time, you know? It's like these conversations are things that I need, that I needed to hear. I'm going to leave that, that little blurb in. That's the other thing with this episode is I'm going to really not edit it too much because this is, this is authenticity to me. Like, it's nothing is perfect. I'm always stuttering on my words. I can barely speak English if you know me in person. So fuck it. I'm going to leave it in and I'm also going to cuss on my podcast. Anyways, I really just am so grateful for all the women who have been on my podcast and all the sacred conversations. I know that it was all as it was meant to be and it was all perfect. And if this is your first time listening, I would highly suggest scrolling through and looking at the topics and seeing which one calls out to you because these women just have showed up with such authenticity and vulnerability. And there's so many episodes I've cried on or they've cried on and it's just it's just such such potent wisdom. Um And I did want to tell the story of how this podcast started 
from what I can remember, I it was December 31st of 2021, and I was alone in my parents' house because I was watching uh, dog watching their dog, which is also my my dog growing up. Her name is Mabel. I was dog watching for them. And I remember sitting in the home that I lived in for so many years in the kitchen and just recalling my year, 2021. You know, the you know the vibes. Like at the end of the year, you're getting emotional, you're thinking back on the timeline of the year and, and how it all went, you know. And I just felt my heart just felt swollen but in a good way just swollen with love and I know that sounds super um what's the word it sounds super cheesy but I was just feeling very lit up and inspired by all the people that I had met in 2021 and for those of you who don't know me I lived a lot of my life and for those of you who know astrology I have south node in Aries north node in Libra I lived a lot of my life as someone who defined themselves as an introvert, as someone who always was like, I don't need anyone, fuck people, people freak me out, like, I don't I don't need y'all, I'm an introvert, I'm gonna do me, all I ever need is me, you know, which is true in some sense, but also, I really, in 2021, I really opened my heart up to connection, and letting people in to my heart, and that whole experience is what led to me creating this podcast because two years ago, I would have never thought I would have started a podcast. Are you kidding me? Like, I have struggled with social anxiety. I have struggled with speaking my voice, sharing my truth for so long. Like, two years ago, me would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not I'm not doing a podcast. Are you kidding me? Like, no. But something clicked in me that day on December 31st at my parents' house (laughs) and just a wave of inspiration and creativity just came over me and it was just so effortless. It was like an effortless knowing that it's time to start a podcast and I sat down with no planning, with no script whatsoever and I recorded that first episode. And that first episode is called An Introduction to Following the Spark. And I go back and listen to that episode quite often to remind myself of my intention with this podcast. Sometimes if I'm feeling really lost or if I'm about to record an episode and I don't feel quite myself, I'll sit in meditation and listen to that episode because that episode just feels so downloaded. I know that's another cliche word that the spiritual community uses a lot, but it was literally source speaking through me because afterwards I listened to the episode and I was like, how did I, what did I even, I don't even remember saying this. Like it was just so divinely guided and so authentic coming straight from my heart, coming straight from my soul that I, I just it's so it gives me chills when I listen to it um I don't know if y'all have ever had that experience where like you do something and then afterwards you're like whoa like did I do that like did I say that like (laughs) it's just it's super magical and to me that is flow that is creative flow that's it's a sign that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing that you are in the right place that what you're doing is what lights you up hence the name of my podcast 
I decided to call it Following the Spark because that is something that in 2021 I also learned. It was a main thing that I learned in 2021 was to follow my spark, follow what lights me up instead of following society, instead of following what I think my parents want for me, instead of following what I think my boyfriend wants for me, or you know, just all of these societal expectations that society puts on us, I realized, fuck all of that, I'm going to follow the spark. And to me, that means following what lights my soul up. What do you do that lights you up? For example, I just recorded a podcast episode with a beautiful soul and Afterwards, I just feel so radiant. I feel like I'm vibrating with so much light and love and creativity because that episode lit my soul up so much. What lights your soul up? What do you get lost in and you don't even realize the time when you're doing it? You know, that's flow. What do you do? And then afterwards, you just feel so happy. You just feel so inspired, so lit up more connected to yourself what is your spark that is the main theme of my podcast is like i just want to know what everyone's spark is i want to hear them talk about it because watching people talk about what lights them up is my favorite thing ever i wish that was a career position getting to sit and watch people talk about what lights them up because Just seeing people's face and watching that spark in other people is my favorite thing ever. And that's what this whole podcast is built on. I I never, I rarely have questions prepped for my interviews. I hate calling them interviews. I like to call them sacred conversations. But I rarely have questions prepped because I find that the spark that I have of, of interviewing people, of, of, asking people questions of trying to 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 get people to talk about what lights them up is my spark and then the other person the person who I'm having this conversation with once they talk about what's what's lighting them up or what lights them up I we're both sparked you know and we're both just going in this beautiful creation flow of divine femininity and just allowing the flow to and there's no structure and there's no rules you know and that's that's why this podcast is so important to me um but anyways that day on december 31st i just pressed record and didn't have anything prepped or any words to say and everything just flew out of me so beautifully and that's that's how it should be that's how creating should be um if there's one thing i've learned from this podcast it's never force yourself to create the masculine of forcing yourself to do things and that structure I find can easily manifest as as toxic masculine when really it's just the masculine that holds the feminine and then the feminine needs to flow. There is no time. There is no limit. There is no, you need to have this done by this time. And that's what I've gone by for most of my of my podcast experience which I'll talk more about soon but I just wanted to share the process of how my podcast started and my journey with it in hopes to maybe inspire someone else who wants to start a podcast or wants to start something you know it's really just that allowing 
that allowance of and surrender to what's coming through you, you know. Because after I started the podcast, it just so happened that everything fell into place so naturally. I met all these really cool women who just happened to want to be on the podcast and everything just worked out so perfectly and all of these conversations are are just so close to my heart and were exactly what I needed to hear and what my listeners needed to hear in that moment. Everything was so divinely guided. I basically just surrender and I say, "All right, bring on bring on whoever comes on." Like I I set the intention that everything is going to be perfect. Everything is going to work out in my favor. And perfect is one of my favorite words. People always always kind of sometimes question me when I say that and I I mean it. Everything is perfect. Everyone is perfect in my opinion and everything that happens is perfect and that's just uh a belief that I that I choose to live by. Anyways, I will stop talking now about how my podcast started and about all the amazing people on the podcast this year and we'll leave it at the fact that I am just really excited for what 2023 will bring. I know that there's going to be so many amazing beautiful souls on here and I set the intention that everything will happen as it's supposed to. You know, everything is as it should be and in 2023 I am very excited to bring on some masculine energies onto my podcast because for the year of 2022 it was all women and I'm ready to bring on some men I'm ready to hear and share their voice as well so that's just one little surprise of what I have planned for 2023 also we'll be doing a lot more solo podcasts so Um, If you would like to be more involved in what I talk about and in questions I ask my interviewees or my people who I have my sacred conversations with, please follow me on Instagram. I'll leave that in the show notes below because I do a lot of questions on my stories um, and ask you guys what you would like me to ask my guests. So definitely follow me on there if you would like to be more involved And yeah, I'm going to get into the main topic for this episode. But first, I ask everyone to, no matter where you are, what you're doing, just kind of sit up straight and allow your spine to feel connected with the earth, feel grounded down into the earth and feel light coming through your spine and grounding down below into the earth. I don't know why, but I always feel my most connected when I sit up straight and I feel that polarity of grounding and then also the connection with the heavens. And let's just take a deep breath. Even if you're driving, just breathe in deeply through your stomach. Hold at the top. And then exhale, an audible sigh. One more time. Hold. And then whenever you're ready, exhale. And again, I know that's super cheesy, but we forget to take deep belly breaths. And I just wanted to center us all 
for what I'm about to talk about and just set the intention to keep an open mind, take what resonates and discard what doesn't resonate with you. But this topic of society's productivity trap has been a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a very, very, very long time now. It's a topic that's really, really, really close to my heart because as a, and I'm sorry I always bring up astrology. Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry, but as a Capricorn, I feel like it is part of my mission to understand, embody, and share what society's productivity trap means to me because I can so easily get caught up in my productivity and basing my worth on my productivity and it's it's such an easy thing to get caught up in because that's what society preaches that's literally what society preaches you guys um and it's definitely an illusion it's definitely part of the matrix it's it's not real however it's so valid that we get caught up in it because we're constantly being programmed with we need to be productive from tv shows from our parents from school from our teachers from ads from music from movies like everything that we're programmed with we're programmed constantly to be productive and it's really an act of rebellion to stand up against this world and be like you know what fuck that dude fuck the productivity trap i'm not i choose to not involve myself in this and again it's not that easy I definitely struggle with this constantly and it is a constant thing that I need to remind myself about um, over and over again and check in with myself on especially as a Capricorn and someone who has stellium in Capricorn which means that I have more than three or three or more planets in Capricorn it's just interesting that this is what I choose to talk about for my fo- for my first solo cast when I'm a Capricorn stellium. <laughs> but for those of y'all who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm so sorry. But for those of y'all, of y'all who do understand astrology, I know you know what I'm saying. But why I wanted to talk about society's productivity trap is because it has been something that has been getting under my skin recently. I recently have been trying to pay more attention to my emotions and trying to be more aware of my emotions and instead of judge them to sit and feel and validate them and one thing I realized is that I get very frustrated and very um, angry but underneath my anger it's actually fear but I get very frustrated surface level frustrated and surface level angry when other people in my life my friends my co-workers talk about productivity in a toxic way which everyone does especially um my family members too i forgot to mention that they also do it and again i am not blaming these people i have been working really hard to look at them with compassion even though what they say irritates me i take it as an opportunity to be like well why is what they're saying getting under my skin so much but you can't blame these people because they've been they've been taught this too you know they they've been programmed you you can't blame them 
So all I do is send them love, I pray for them, and I pray that they're able to see past the illusion of society's productivity trap someday, and if it feels good, and if it feels um, like they're willing to take it in, I'll also share how I personally feel about productivity and hope that maybe that sparks something inside of them. But anyways, I've been hearing a lot from my coworkers about, you know, um, when, when women are on their, on their bleed, they need to work anyways, they need to take pills and they need to work anyways, like the hustle, the hustle, you got to stay on your hustle. Um, I've been hearing a lot of phrases such as, well, as long as you're productive today, that's all that matters. I've been hearing a lot of phrases and seen a lot of YouTube videos about, you know, like how to be productive, the most productive morning routine and you know you know what i'm talking about you've seen it too and just a lot of a lot of culture recently and the other interesting thing is i've realized that a lot of self help culture talks about like a lot of um spiritual self help type instagrams and youtubers talk about it too they're like let's be as productive as we can blah 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 blah, blah. and that leads us to feel guilty if we aren't productive every day you know we like I said earlier, we we measure our worth on our level of productivity. And it just it makes me so upset because the main the main dilemma with this is it takes us away from ourselves. It's externalizing our worth. It's taking us away from our home that is inside of ourselves. It's taking us away from the wisdom of nature from the wisdom of our bodies, from the wisdom of ourselves, which the wisdom of those three things are, is one of the most important things to me and one of the most potent parts of my healing journey has been the wisdom of nature, the wisdom that already is, the remembrance of the fact that we have everything inside of ourselves. So society's productivity trap is just such a huge external focus that takes you away from 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 yourself and it's an illusion it's an illusion that causes us to link our entire identity to our career our level of success our productivity Um, and I feel like part of this illusion does have to do with academics and with colleges and, and all of that stuff and it's, it's almost become a competition. Oh, well, I've worked this many hours a week. I've worked this many hours a week, you know. And people literally, I, I've, I've had conversations with people, bless their hearts, but I've had conversations with people where I'm like, what is your, what's your top priority in life? And they say work, 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 work is my top priority. I've seen coworkers and friends and family who are incredibly ill and continue to go to work, 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 instead of staying home and nurturing their bodies and it just makes me so so sad especially the topic of women on their bleed or pregnant women who literally continue to force themselves to work even though they're pregnant or on their bleed because that's what this capitalist masculine society wants us to do it's like we're we're meant to be 
these hamsters on a hamster wheel that just never stop, that just go, 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 go. And it's like, that is not natural. It's not. It's literally not natural. There are seasons of life where I am like that, yeah. There there are, definitely. But there's also seasons of life where I need to slow down and do absolutely, literally nothing. And this is taught to us through nature. Like, nature is such a huge teacher. If you look at nature, nature has four different seasons. Nature has summer where I personally do feel inspired to be all go, 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 go in the summer. You know, like I, there's so many, like, it's just, that's what feels right to my body in the moment. But if you realize, my cat just sneezed. Are you okay, Toulouse? If you realize when winter starts, people start talking about how they feel depressed. And I actually experienced this as well this winter because I'm a huge promoter of going outside and being outside all the time as much as you can. So winter came up and I used to have this practice where every morning I would go meditate out in the sun, in the sunlight. And winter started and I wasn't able to do that. And then daylight savings time came and I work a nine to five. Um, I work a nine to five Monday through Friday. So nine to five are literally like the hours of sunlight. So I don't really, I wake up in the morning, I get ready for work, I go to work, I get home and it's dark. And so I started to feel really, really sad and I feel like there's this huge societal stigma around winter time where it's like, oh, we all have seasonal depression. And it took me this year to realize that seasonal depression makes sense. We're meant to slow down. If we just surrender to winter time, to the slowness, to the dark of winter time, then we're living more cyclically with Mother Nature. If we continue to be go, 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 go during winter, when, if you look at nature, the leaves are gone. The the forests are more still. I'm looking outside right now, and if you are near a window or if you're outside, pay attention to, to nature, you know? Um, I do realize that in a different area in the world, it is probably summer, but here, and for most of my listeners, I'm assuming it's winter, so take a look around like the 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 trees are barren they look like skeletons they look dead they look old they look decaying they're brown you know the leaves are all on the ground um that's how we know that that's what we're supposed to be doing nature is taking this time of rest of stillness nature can't always be beautifully green and chirping with birds and bugs and the forest can't always be alive and it's it's winter is a time for rest if nature does it why don't we literally it does not make any sense at all and that's why living cyclically is one of my main values now and again not easy i have to constantly bring myself back to it for example this winter I started feeling really depressed, like I was explaining about earlier, and I realized I just needed to surrender. I just needed to surrender to wintertime. Not everything is always going to be the same. 
and that's something that's really hard for me as someone with a lot of earth placements in my chart I'm very stubborn it's I want things to be the same change really does not do well with me but the more I open myself up and the more I surrender to this change and the more I live cyclically with nature the better the better my life all around is and society's productivity trap rips us away from nature it rips us away from our cyclic nature it rips us away from living with earth and tells us to continue on even though it's winter and it's dark early and we need to rest more it tells us go 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 and that's why seasonal depression happens because we're doing something that is opposite to our nature and depression really is if you look at the polyvagal theory um the state of the nervous system dorsal that is that calm meditative more quote-unquote depressive state is really just deep rest and that's all our bodies are asking us to do i've been talking with one of my closest friends recently shout out virginia if she's listening but i've been talking with her and we've been talking about we've been so freaking tired why are we sleeping in so much this winter it's probably our bodies telling us girl you need to rest more this is not the season to go 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 allow yourself to rest you know and i'm not saying don't do anything at all like obviously we still have life to tend to but how can you incorporate rest more this winter how can you learn from what nature outside is doing how can you live cyclically with nature this season this winter ask yourself that question actually journal about it pause the episode and journal about it now or uh, write the question down and journal about it after i'm gonna do that too because my relationship with with rest is totally skewed because of the society that we live in it's like our soul is calling for rest but we feel so guilty let's work together and get out of that trap and dismantle that that part of reality with that's it's no longer serving us because what i've realized is the more that i allow myself to rest the more i create think about that for a second it's it's actually true the more slowing down can actually increase our productivity the more we care for ourselves and live in this cyclical balance and dance with nature with our bodies the more we listen to our bodies the more we take care of ourselves the more rested we feel the more good we feel the more healthy our bodies feel therefore the more we will be able to create for example when i started my podcast I wasn't like, oh my god, I need to start my podcast. I need to have this first episode up by this time. I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And I need to plan exactly what I'm going to say. I just felt the intuitive nudge. I sat down and I recorded. It, there, there was no forcing any of it, which is why it's all so magical. The flow should come naturally. That's another thing is, is I don't, I don't believe like it, it's I do work a nine to five, but I've struggled with it because 
I can't give the same level of productivity every day, every season. It depends on the season. It depends on how I'm feeling. It depends on what cycle of my menstrual cycle I'm in, you know? When I'm bleeding, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not doing really anything, honestly. I'm sitting in silence. I'm not doing much at all. It's just so interesting to me how the key to quote-unquote productivity, which what really even is productivity, I would like to define productivity on my own terms. Like I would like to just redefine the word completely, but the key to productivity is actually rest. We need more time to do absolutely nothing. And I know this probably brings up a lot of resistance. It brings up a lot of resistance for me as well. Winter time in general brings up a lot of resistance for me because in winter we are forced to sit with ourselves. When we're resting, we're forced to sit with our thoughts, to sit with our darkness. I know a lot of people who are very, very go, 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 always hanging out with someone, always talking to someone on the phone, always running an errand, running a chore, having something to do. I know people like that. And I have fallen into that trap before as well. But those people, if ever, once they do sit in silence, there's going to be a lot of pain, a lot of pain that comes up for them, a lot of emotions that come up for them. So you might as well start now, you know, sit in in complete silence, feel your body, ask yourself what you're feeling, you know, just really don't do anything at all. And I promise you'll notice if you set time for yourself to do that daily, you will notice your creativity naturally starting to flow, you know, and there's nothing better than than natural flowing creativity instead of forced creativity because the more you allow it to flow naturally the more it'll it'll come out it's it's so beautiful it's like a dance and this is something i've only experienced in the past year with my podcast recently i've been feeling like i don't want to do posts twice a month four times a month i don't i that doesn't feel aligned to me so i just do it whenever i feel inspired to follow your spark if you don't feel inspired to do something i'm not saying don't do it i'm just saying maybe just listen to yourself a little bit more inquire why you know like allow your body to go with the natural flow of life that is my that is my key secret to being productive is allowing surrendering and sometimes that means for a while you have nothing to create and that's okay you know maybe you need months of silence and of going inward before you feel inspired but again that spark following that spark will help your creativity quote-unquote productivity more than anything more than anything i promise and again in a world that is so capitalistic and patriarchal it is literally an act of rebellion to follow the rhythm of nature follow your body listen to your body it really is like people are like oh hustle 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 shows you're strong it shows you're you're doing great i think the opposite the more you listen to your body and have the courage to go against the grain of capitalism 
my cat just jumped up onto my altar. But the more you listen to that, honestly, the more quote-unquote successful you are. And honestly, redefine your own version of success, please. Success shouldn't mean how much money you're making, how productive you are. It should be honestly how close you are to your purpose, to your body, to your own authentic truth. The last thing I would like to touch on is the fact that everyone has their own different cycles. It's inhumane to expect everyone to be productive at the same time. There's, there's so many different cycles going on. There's the cycle of the seasons, and then there's cycles inside of your own bodies. There's the menstrual cycles. Sometimes I have extreme cycles of death, and, and to me that looks like a lot of contraction, a lot of sadness. I'm feeling, feeling very low. You know, that's just a death cycle. And while I'm experiencing that at the same time, my friend could be experiencing a really hyper, happy, excited, expansive cycle. And we can get into comparison. Same with productivity. At work, I could have a cycle of feeling not creative, feeling like I'm, I'm not getting a lot done, feeling overwhelmed. While my coworker be, could be having a cycle of feeling really lit up by life. Maybe she's ovulating and and I'm in and I'm in autumn and she's in summer and she's doing all these things and I'm feeling stuck, you know. Honoring our cycles, living cyclically, which means living with nature, living with the cycles of nature, allows us to have more compassion for ourselves during those times. Instead of comparing and being like, oh no, like she's doing great. That means I'm I'm bad. No. We are all living in completely different cycles. Honor yourself. That is the key. You're productive if you, and you're successful if you honor yourself. That really is the key to everything. The more that I've done that, the more I've been able to create. You know, like besides my, my throat chakra work, which if you are struggling with speaking your truth and your voice, I've shared this millions of times, I would suggest taking up vocal toning or chanting. Uh, but besides that, the main thing I've done to start to be able to create is honoring my body, honoring myself. What do I need right now? You know? And that's why I'm sitting here in front of you recording this because I have been honoring my body and it's, it's opened me up in so many different ways. It's opened my creativity up. You know, my connection with my womb has also opened that up too. But sometimes the most productive thing you can do is absolutely nothing it feels so hard because when we do nothing we come in face to face with our darkness with maybe things we've been repressing for a while so it might not feel the best in the moment but overall i promise you you will see so much improvement in your day-to-day life in your mental health when you give yourself more time to slow down and to listen to your body and that is really all I have to say on the matter. I'm I'm also learning learning this too right along with you. So, I'm no master of the topic. I'm just sharing what I've been going through with you. And that's really what these solo casts are about. The last thing I wanted to say is when you're forcing yourself to be productive, when you're forcing yourself to do all these things, What you're creating and what you're doing is coming from a forced place, not from your heart. And that's one 
my main intention for 2023 is going to be opening my heart, living from my heart, speaking from my heart. When it's coming from your heart, it's it's coming from a higher source. It's coming from love energy, which heals all. But you can't be creating and working and living from your heart when you're forcing your body to do all these things that that it doesn't naturally want to do. Does that make sense? I hope I'm making sense. If any of you have any insights on or anything that came up for you during this episode, please, please share with me. I love having conversations with you all and supporting you all through your your contraction or expansion. Please feel free to message me on Instagram at Amelia Rose Rising or following the Spark podcast. I will leave both of my Instagram handles down below in the show notes. And I'm going to end this episode by doing the speed round myself. I've never done this. The speed round, if you listen to my podcast, you already know. It's a series of questions that I ask people at the end of the episode. So the first question is favorite book. And I have got to say my favorite all-time book is The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukov. I highly suggest this book. If you haven't read it, please do. I actually found this book two two years ago, two, three years ago. So I've had it for such a long time. I, I love that. I love the, those stories where I've had this book for forever, you know. It just means it's, it's meant to be with you, but it's not your time to read it yet. Um, but I, I read it this summer, and it was the most perfect time to read it. And this book awoke things in me that I didn't even know existed. And at the same time lined me back to my truth and confirmed a lot of things that I I felt were true intuitively. So I would really suggest reading The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov. It really helped my anxiety and my mental illness and my mental health as well. And just really, I worked with this book. There's a study guide online too. It's like an online study guide. Um, You can just search study guide for Seat of the Soul and yeah, just I worked really, really closely with this book and it did a lot of wonders for my life. Anything by Gary Zukov, though, is my favorite book. The second question is favorite animal. And all these favorite questions, by the way, are so easy for me because I'm a freaking Capricorn. So and I do pick favorites. So favorite animal is definitely owl. I love owls so much. Owls are definitely my spirit animal. There was one time where I was with one of my good friends, Natalie, in Ohio, and I remember we were, I think we were talking about seeing an owl or something, we were talking about owls, and then we were walking through this forest, and there was just an owl looking at us, Natalie, Natalie spotted it and showed me, and I just was like, oh my gosh, bro, like, this is such potent medicine, and there was a period of time where I saw owls everywhere, but yeah, owls are definitely my spirit animal. I also love cats, as you know, I love kitties and like feminine felines, but owls are definitely my favorite. The third question is, what is my favorite song? And this one gets to me so much because I am a huge music lover and there's so many different genres that I listen to. I listen to basically every genre but screamo. So this question gets to me. I... I, I could share with you, you know, my favorite song from all genres, but I think for me, I'm going to switch the question up for myself and be like, have it be what song 
resonates with my soul the most, if that makes any sense. And that song is probably Rose by Ayla Schaffer. I never know how to pronounce that. A-Y-L-A-S-C-H-A-F-E-R. I also like Listen, Water Brings a Message by her as well. Um, (laughs) I also like Rise, Rise by Yama, Y-A-I-M-A. Rise is definitely, I take it back, that one's my favorite. That one is the song that resonates with my soul the most, but I also have a lot of favorite songs by Stevie Wonder, Frank Ocean, and Kid Cudi. I really like Pyramids by Frank Ocean. And then last thing I'll say about the favorite song thing, my top listened to song of the the entire year of 2022 was Wickedest by Tamara. I really love that like, um afro beats type vibe and tamara wickedest by tamara is definitely my favorite song like right now she also came out with a new song recently called insensitive which is also a favorite song of mine yeah you pretty much you ask me any question about music and i will go on and on for a very long time next question is favorite plant or herb that is easy rose rose is definitely such potent medicine for me my middle name was rose i my middle name is rose was rose and I know it's it's for a reason. Everything is for a reason. Um, I also have worked really closely with Tulsi or Holy Basil this year. And Tulsi has helped me a lot with my depression and my anxiety. So I am so grateful to her. The next question is my morning routine. Um, this topic is very intense for me <laughs> as a Virgo moon and a Capricorn. Uh, because I am very particular and very self-critical. So recently, my morning routine is whatever is best serving me that day. But my ideal morning routine, I actually have a piece of paper right here. Let me get it. My ideal morning routine is to do morning pages in the morning, then do some chanting and some yoga, drink my celery juice, which I try to do every morning, but definitely does not happen every morning. Uh, gratitude, affirmations, and intentions are really important to me, as well as meditation and prayer. Recently, like prayer has been a huge part of my life, and um, that word used to freak me out because it used to remind me of like God and the church and everything. But for me, prayer is just like praying to my angels and my guides and my ancestors, um, praying for my friends, my family, even people who i don't like (laughs) i pray for people who i have beef with all the time it's really healing uh so yeah that's that's my morning routine definitely have gone months without doing that and then months with doing that so it's 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 always up in the air uh the next question is what are my big three my top three in astrology and as you know i am a capricorn sun leo rising and virgo moon the next question is coffee or tea this is an extremely hard question for me. Uh, what do I want to drink every day? Coffee. What is better for me and my soul and my body? Tea. <laughs> um, next question is favorite season. This changes quite often and I honestly don't know my answer right now. Um, but I do really, really, really recently enjoy spring. I enjoy seeing things come back to life. I had such a magical spring this past spring because I was taking an herb course by Katie, uh, Herb Lady Katie. You hear about her a lot on this podcast. And spring was really fun for me to be able to 
to witness the plants and get to know them as they grew. Uh, and then the next question is, what is my favorite place? And that is easy. My favorite place is Washington State, specifically um, Anacortes, where my best friend lives, and also just like the surrounding area, Seattle, the cast, the North Cascades, that type of vibe. Um, also, I am in love with Mount Rainier. I literally like Mount Rainier is the love of my life. So, um, last question is, who do you look up to? And I asked this question earlier to Emily, and I don't know if her episode will be out before or after this, but her answer was she doesn't look up to anyone. She looks down to or up, up to or down to the earth. And I was like, that is so inspiring. So I want to copy her, but um, I also want to give an answer. And my answer for this is honestly like all the women that I have on my podcast and all the people I've met on Instagram the past couple years and all of my friends, honestly, everyone in my life and just all the potent wisdom that people, animals, nature has to teach me is, is something that I look up to a lot. So... Uh, right now, I currently do not have any offerings. I'm going to start doing astrology readings. And if you follow me on my Instagram in the show notes below, you'll hear more about that. I do offer working one-on-one with people. And I do offer tarot readings as well as astrology readings currently. But I want to do, I want to change my focus of astrology readings and do like a completely different type of reading. Um, I also offer one-on-one yoga sessions, which you will be hearing about more in 2023. And yeah, I also have a little herbal business. I like to hear about what people are going through mentally. My herbal business is mental health focused. So I like to hear about what you're going through mentally and I'll create a little herbal package for you, especially but my main passion is my podcast. So thank you so much for listening. If you've listened this far, please follow me and let me know if there's any topics you want to hear about in 2023 or anything or any um, solo casts you would like me to rant about, any topics you would like me to rant about on solo casts. And yeah, I love you so, so, so much. I am sending you so much love happy 2023. I set the intention that this year will be such an expansive year for us all. And I look forward to hearing from you. Love you.